If you're a parent, teacher, or school leader, and you're sick and tired of the frustration, anger, and unfair treatment of children at high risk in our public schools, then perhaps it's time for all of us to do something about it. In this podcast, Dr. Amitra Berry brings you tips, tools, strategies, and tactics to build successful solutions while touching, moving, and inspiring all of us to transform our schools so that every child thrives. Here's your host, Dr. Berry. Some people are in such utter darkness that they will burn you just to see a light. Try not to take it personally. Those are the words of Dr. Kaman Kajuri. Hey there, Equity Warriors. I am so glad you're here with me today, and today I need your help. I really need your help. So over the last six years or so, we've seen a rise in bad behavior in public spaces. We've seen or heard and seen people who say the quiet part out loud, and I mean really loud. There's been a, an almost disappearance of common courtesy, and as one who speaks at conferences and events, workshops, there are these attempts to hijack sessions in professional spaces. There's a lot of heckling and people trying to get other people riled up. In my experiences, I have seen not just exercises of white privilege, but most recently or more recently, attempted oppression and outright racism coming out of the mouths of educators, of people who work in education, and of school board members that we've allowed to be elected to run the organization or organizations that take care of our children. A lot of times these words, activities, oppression, racism, the heckling, The things that people say are cloaked in words like freedom and liberty, or they talk about a return to basics. Basic what? So the other day I was presenting at a state education conference, and which one is not important. But I was, my topic was recruiting and retaining educators with DEI in mind. And if that sounds familiar, it's because there is a podcast version of that workshop. Um, It's episode number six, same title, Recruiting and Retaining with DEI in Mind. So in my sessions on that topic, whether it's face-to-face, a podcast, a webinar, all my sessions, not just that topic, I always teach what I call the essential understandings. And if you're an educator, that's that front-loaded vocabulary that we have to have in the classroom. But in any session that has to do with anything DEI or A, diversity, equity, inclusion, and implicit and explicit bias, four terms that I teach at the beginning of every single workshop to make sure that we are all on the same page. 
And then there's one other that I use, that I teach, and that is cognitive humility. And if you remember, or you've done your homework, and you've been listening, cognitive humility is based in the science of cognition and that our brains as humans are able to take in new information and learn infinitely, infinitely. When we're exposed to new ideas, new constructs, new places, new cultures, the humility part comes in that we are accepting of those ideas, even if they are different from our own, and we can work to make sense of them. But understanding, having enough personal humility to accept that maybe there are other ways of seeing or other ways of thinking or other ways of living, being humble. So back to this workshop, my audience was not racially diverse, not much, um, heavily majority white. There were some black folks. There were no Latinos that I could see. Um, there was a gentleman who did say that he identified, as he was speaking later on, um, as Latino, and no Asians. Primarily, these were super superintendents. They were school board trustees. There were HR people, assistant, associate, deputy superintendents, etc., leadership. And... I had been warned earlier that morning because I saw a group of people with matching t-shirts with those code words of freedom and liberty on them, that there were some people who were there, elected officials, who were there to disrupt anything, having anything to do with equity. And I had my eye on them. I was expecting them. And I was ready for them. So I had just finished the activity where I have participants close their eyes and go through their day through a lens of racial isolation and, and diversity. And this is interactive afterwards, right? We're talking, we're debriefing, I do a turn and talk to your neighbor, then there's some whole group sharing. And as people, white people, black people, men, Women shared their ahas and their sadness in a very supportive environment. There was a lot of thoughtful listening. There was respect. Until, until the, the ugliness that is rooted in hate and oppression, in white superiority, and a complete lack of cognitive humility or any semblance of cultural sensitivity or even cultural awareness spoke out. And that's what I call the attempted hijack. So this woman, and we're just going to say sorry, boo. She was trying to take my session south pretty quickly. And it could have gone there because people were upset. I could feel, you could feel the hurt, the anger, specifically of the black people in the room. And I gave those women that spoke up, the black women in the room, I gave them opportunity to respond because it was a direct attack. White men responded, white women responded. You could hear the upset in the voices, not just of 
black people, but of white people as well. And they were all aligned against the ignorance and the bias that spewed from the mouth of that one white woman, a school board trustee. Now, again, I know that there were people that there were there to disrupt. But why? And I know that clearly she was not there to learn. So in my head, to get myself through moments like this, I said to myself, sorry, boo, this ain't about you. And I'm not going to let it be. This is about improving outcomes for learners based on science. And this is where I need your help. We have got to spread this word so that more people know what to do, when to do it, how to recognize this this hate, this oppression. So do me a favor, would you? If you're on iTunes, do a like, do a share, leave a review. If you're on any platform, share it. Put it on your social. This is important because people don't realize what is happening. And when it happens, they don't know how to respond to it. Now, I've got pretty good crowd control skills. I've been speaking at at conferences and events for 20 years now. And I taught elementary school and middle school and high school. So I was able to wrap up that debate and get things moving forward as I had planned. But I, and I have to say, it really was a great session. After we got her in place, there was a lot of laughter. There was a lot of connecting. There was a lot of sharing. And afterwards, there was a long line of people that were waiting to speak to me to, you know, thank me, give accolades, tell stories, connect, take pictures. Love it. I love it. But I need you all to do more. I need you all to spread this word. Anyhow, I digress. Long line of people. And out of the corner of my eye, I could still see her. She was still there. She watched. And she waited and waited and waited had to be a good 20 minutes before the last person left that left me and a colleague of mine and a colleague of hers alone at the front of the room. And I bet you want to know what she wanted. She wanted to tell me that I was wrong. She wanted to tell me that this whole focus on equity was hurting white kids and, oh, and not just the white kids, the special ed kids too. Her colleague appeared visibly shaken by her words. This woman standing sort of behind her and off to the right was shaking her head in disagreement and had eyes that expressed an apology. So I asked this woman, Boo, hey, Boo, do you understand the research that I presented She simply said she didn't agree with it. And it wasn't my research. These are esteemed scholars in the field. She disagreed with their research. And she went on to tell me why that research was wrong based on what was happening in her schools. 
And again, sorry, boo-boo. Your schools have some systemic issues and you're describing them to me. So I explained to her that the issues she was describing were a matter of system errors, people doing things the wrong way, but she didn't want to hear that. Again, she suggested I didn't understand her position, and I assured her that I did. In fact, to make sure she understood that I understood, I restated her words to her verbatim, just for clarity. And of course, I asked her if she understood what I was saying. And her response, I'm sure you won't be surprised. She didn't care. Hmm. Again. So I asked her with the politest of practiced smiles on my face. So why are we having this conversation? At that point, she looked at me, turned around and walked away. Her colleague that was with her came up immediately apologizing, and I assured her that I understood the root of that woman's ignorance, and I did not assign it to her, but thanked her for expressing an apology. So folks, equity warriors, in a battle of wits, always be armed. No one can hijack your words your mission, if they can't match your weapons. And your greatest weapon is your intellect, your knowledge about the subject, and of course, a little bit of wit. Know that those people are out there, that they're waiting. They're waiting for an opportunity to try and hijack and distort what you say, because they have no shame. They have no honor, no respect for the things that they claim to honor and respect. Because if you really honor and respect freedom and liberty, then my freedom of speech, my freedom of thought is just as important as yours. Freedom of speech for them is only freedom for their speech. The freedom of thought only for their school of thought. And it's because they're afraid. They're afraid of the power of our message. You shouldn't be. Know that these types of people are just trying to take over. They're trying to take over our school boards to to forward their agenda. An agenda of oppression of marginalized peoples. An agenda of white supremacy that should not be happening in our schools. So gear up. Sharpen your mind. Your mind is your greatest weapon. Know your stuff. Know the research, the data, the facts. Share this message and engage in self-care because this is hard work. It will weigh on you. So take care of yourself and have those words and expressions in your head. Practice them just like I practice my Smile and sorry, boo, but this ain't about you. You will need those things, those tools in your head to help steel you against the idiocy that you will face. Have those things. Sorry, boo, it ain't about you. That will give you that private smile 
and then join me every week. Send me your questions, topics, and requests to AskDrBerry.com, and I'll answer those questions and bring you experts to help address those topics. As always, don't worry about the things you cannot change. Change the things you can no longer That's accept. it for today's episode of the time. 3E Podcast. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in a grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value private VIP day with Dr. Barry herself. Be sure to head over to 3epodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Dr. Barry's gift. Then join us on the next episode.